Hi, Veer. Hi, Sam. How are we doing today? This is too choppy even for me. It's, I, I don't know. I think it might, <laughs> I don't have an answer. It might be about the subject matter we're going to talk about. It's been a week, like, and it's only, what, Wednesday? I don't know why Veera's just paused and he's thinking so hard. I'm Sorry, I was thinking about something. the work I have to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a moment. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, there's that and there's that other thing. And there's that one thing that I keep forgetting about that I don't okay, no. do. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not going to talk about work. What we are going to talk about is... I don't even know how to describe this anymore. <laughs> the... defining moment of pop culture over the last like what is it 10 years no more years no they did like multiple seasons here yeah but they started in 2009 i want to say 7 7 seven. Seven. <gasps> yeah because they did the 10 year 14 years 14 years of keeping up with the kardashians comes to an end i believe this saturday or this thursday yeah this thursday oh shit tomorrow so day after final episode tomorrow So day after for us. Anyway, okay. I know you've you're the one that's prepped this episode. How are we getting into it? Is there a format? What are we doing? So there's no format. I don't want to go into it with a heavy format because this is something Veer and I've discussed so many times. You know, sort of privately, obviously, before we even started the podcast. But I think it's interesting to look at it from a point of view of we're not going to try and we're not going to review the final season. No, no, no. Wait, sorry, sorry. I'm cutting it. you off. I'm cutting you off. When we say discuss privately, what I mean is like back when Sam was in the UK, I would wake up. Then there was time difference, right? So there were times that she would sleep after me. Um, there were times where I would wake up to uh, just a random text on my phone, not having spoken for maybe a week, two weeks, out of complete <coughs> silence, being like, "Hey, do you think Kim loves Kanye more than Kanye loves Kim?" I'm saying it now. I've told you this before. I called it. Yeah, but now they're getting divorced. I called this Thank divorce. God. I I called this divorce. I, you know, I spent half an hour going through our chats. I, I I mean, I've changed phones since we spoke about this, but I spent half an hour going through my phone trying to send the mess, trying to find this exact message, and I couldn't find it. I think it was a different number, also. No, no, it was a, it was my UK number. But I mean, what anyway? Um. So when did you start watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians? And Who's your favorite sort of Kardashian sister? I hate that they call them that, but anyway, which one? <laughs> okay, I started watching. I want to say in like two thousand and nine because was it Z Cafe that it used to come on? I think it was Z Cafe. You know, funnily enough, I never watched it in India. Uh, no, I like I definitely watched. So I remember it started while I was having. I mean, it started coming on TV or mm-hmm. uh, maybe that it started coming earlier. But whatever, this is the time I started. During my class eight, like final exams, so March, this would have been March two thousand ten, and oh my god, I used to come back and like you know how like whatever when you have that sort of exam schedule where you have an exam every two days, so this is like me coming back home from my exam and like sitting down and what I think two episodes used to come back to back, so I used yeah. to watch those two episodes back to back while eating something before like whatever I had to go for tuition or like whatever. But that's how I that's how I started, and then I just got hooked. And I think I was one of the only people at the time who had started like st- streaming, keeping up with the Kardashians exclusively. <laughs> He was Zeke's one one under eighteen watcher. <laughs> um, no, I I don't think um, I even realized they existed until much later. Maybe like 
You know, uh, it's so funny. So bi- the first time I became aware of the Kardashians at all, mm-hmm. or who rather who Kim Kardashian was. So like, I think something a lot of people I think don't know about me is that I'm a huge, huge wrestling fan, and like this is what me and my brother sort of bond over. It's our main thing. Yeah, even, I mean, V tells me from time to time, and I have to kind of remind myself that oh yes, he's a fan. Yeah, I'm like a huge wrestling fan, and I remember in 2007. Tell me something. What is a pedigree? It's a move. It's a wrestling move where you basically hook someone's arms from over their back and then smash okay. them straight into the ground. Oh my god! Anyway, no. One second. I have to clarify. I know this because somebody mentioned it on a different podcast, <laughs> and I was so confused. Um, it's a move by this wrestler named Triple H. Okay, this is not what this episode is okay, about. Yeah, this okay, yeah, this is not what um, the podcast. We can talk about wrestling later. <laughs> No, no, no. So I remember in 2008, and I have the thing where I remember like random points yes. of random years and whatever, like mm-hmm. very niche memories. And I remember, so I got into wrestling class six, which so that was 2007. And then tail end of class six, WrestleMania was happening, I think at the end of March. And I remember Kim Kardashian was the host. That's bizarre. That's, and this is the year that she had sort of, I think the sex tape had just released. So maybe the show had also oh, just started. Oh, right. Okay, um, so she was, say, a very controversial public figure, I suppose, mm-hmm. is the best way to put it. And it's really funny now because obviously she's transcended what anyone thought of her, right? She's become a mogul in the truest sense of the word. It's so funny because now at WrestleMania, and, and I feel like wrestling is such a like niche, not niche, but like it's, it's, I don't think ke- keeping up with the Kardashian fans and wrestling fans are necessarily the most concentric circles. But I love that the, that even till to date in 2021, they're just like, oh, we've announced the host for this year's WrestleMania. And these people have hosted and these people have hosted and Kim Kardashian <laughs> has hosted. <laughs> and it's just, I'm like, you chase that clout. I love you. But, you know, we've seen the show literally grow into spin-offs. Like, initially, do you remember they used to do, like, spin-offs during My the summer? My favorite was Miami. My, yeah, Kim and Courtney take Miami or whatever. No, no, Courtney and Chloe. Clearly, I don't watch Sorry. the spin-offs. Um, but, you know, it's been so long. Why do you think... Okay, I'm just throwing this out there because I also obviously have a few points about this. But 
why do you think they decided to end the show this season and like now and i have a feeling your and my opinions are going to match well, i'm very curious number 1 about what this deal that i think it's with amazon right that they've signed a new television hulu. deal hulu, hulu. sorry yeah. and that show is not a reality show that they've clarified so i'm just very confused so initially i thought maybe they're just moving on from the network and like ryan seacrest and whatever like mm-hmm. you grow you change but i'm so clearly they have something in the works but i just cannot imagine what that would be but that being said i think that they've decided to end the show just cuz i feel like it's been enough time and the show hasn't been why people started tuning in for a very yeah. long time yeah so i have a few theories one is like in terms of practicality and like storyline because yeah. if you noticed and also they have more sister, kids now. one they have more kids but like each sister has kind of her own Arc. thing yeah you know so like i mean kylie's got kylie's kylie cosmetics she's old as a big time model i mean you know what i mean though like everybody's mm. got their own lives in a way like yeah. kylie's hardly there on the seasons i mean she's coming out more now because yeah. it's the final season another reason why i feel like you said is that you know i feel like there's they've kind of peaked at their arc and this is where they're going to stay yeah yeah no so that, there's not they've made their mark i think and i think also every car general is now taken seriously in their circles no and you know i was reading in their professional about this circles yeah i was reading something this about this the other day you know how you're saying how the show isn't what it used to be yeah and i think for a lot of fans that moment like the moment that things changed was the Kim and Courtney fight last season. Oh man. As much as we all voyeuristically really enjoyed that season and episode, but I think the fact that they actually were hitting each other. Yeah. It kind of you kind of took a step back and you were like no, I, I don't want to see this. Yeah. This is not what I'm here for. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like they've also just changed just people, right? And that so which which is also why i want to come back to the kids thing like no sorry last thing and their relationships have changed yeah like we we've over so many seasons we've seen kim and chloe sort of gang up against courtney and because courtney's also equally stubborn even kendall is kind of on their side kendall's had fights with courtney yeah Kylie's honestly in a though, different world courtney i feel like courtney and scott are hands down the most quotable pe- like uh yes. people on yes. this show like <laughs> I'll never forget Courtney just being like A B C D E F G. I have if, to go. <laughs> what does that mean? It means this conversation is over. <laughs> okay, tell me what were your most favorite and least favorite moments on the show? Most favorite? Actually, let's go with least favorite first. Least favorite, go. Least favorite was the Kim and Courtney fight. It just, I just cringed through a lot of it because I was like. Why what did happened? You get hit? Yeah, what happened so bad that you wanted to hit each other? Yeah, and you can see like, and the the funniest thing is Kim's makeup has literally rub off <laughs> on the wall. You know, so I stopped watching the show for the hot bit in the middle, and then picked it up again, and then fell off again. You know, it's whatever. It's one of those where you can yeah. do that. Yeah, because you can binge it later. Um, and I remember I was watching, and this is like I want to say two, three seasons ago. I started mm-hmm. watching again and I was just like oh they have like glam squads now like like they have glam squads every morning there is like an army in their house just doing their makeup Have you realized the fact that now people say oh have you got glam Yeah is is a thing now because it's all sort of 
because of these sisters. Yeah. And also the fact that these pretty much started this template of reality show, right? Like we've spoken yeah. so much about the real housewives and how the real housewives is sort of has taken over so much of the world because of how also how many seasons it has and and how many chapters it has. I feel like that template's come out from the Kardashians. I think they sort of prove that I think it was a it was a, a cultural shift because I think people weren't used to seeing wealth so obnoxiously on display. And um, at the moment that the network sort of realized that, oh, people are sort of into this, something yeah. like The Real Housewives comes up where they, like Kim Kardashian, like, I feel like keeping up with the Kardashians is, its USP will always be the people and Kim and uh, you can't argue that they have this sort of magnetic star power. I feel like theirs isn't quite as wealth focused as it's focused on their personalities and, and of, of course how rich they are, but then it set. But the, I feel like that's just a part of their personality. But then it's it, not yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. But then it, but then it set the precedent for something like the Real Housewives, where being rich and being affluent and ostentatious sort of came front and center. It's also yeah. a weird segue back to wrestling. Can't believe we're doing this, but on the same network, on the E Network, in 2013, they the WWE and the E Network came together for a reality show on its female wrestlers and that's still running today and that's launched to, uh, Total Divas and um, it there's a spin-off called Total Bellas which are the two like the Bella twins who mm-hmm. I mean are great wrestlers um, so yeah like it's I feel like this sort of precedent that they started with reality shows has launched so many careers in different fields it's Again, we uh, uh, we talk about the real house, right? So it's it's launched, yeah. say, for example, Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants because of say the real house, right? Starting Kyle Richards did have that show made about her life. It's mm-hmm. um, it's given the Bella Twins a platform to bring larger audiences to wrestling. No, and this season they had a bit of a crossover, didn't they? Because uh, um, so in season twenty of Keeping Up, um, it's a now it's a well known fact that. Kyle Richards is really good friends with Chris Jenner. Yeah. And so Wild, Kyle, by the way. Yeah. Also, why is Faye Resnick or whatever everywhere? I can't I love stand her. that woman. I don't know. Something about her just makes me want to smack her. I just love like anyone who is scripted to do drama. Literally, she is just scripted to do drama. And every time I see her, I'm just like, what is your problem? People are just starting to get along. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... What is your least favorite moment on the show? My least favorite is I want to say it's it's not a moment. It's a it's that shift from when they went from being say just pure drama reality TV stuff to like yeah. it all became a little bit more PR'd and I understand why, but it took mm-hmm. me out of the show a bit. But what was your most favorite? My though? most favorite is just that part. I think it's when they've gone on a vacation to Thailand and like mm-hmm. now Caitlyn Jenner's um children children with us. I think Brandon Brody and Leah were there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leah's called Brandon's wife. Chris is like taking I think she's drinking tequila or something, or maybe it's wine, like, straight from the bottle without touching her lips to it. And then she just says, and people say, we have no talent. <laughs> also, also, the show introduced me to Brandon and Leah. I mean, who are now, of course, divorced. But, like, they have some great music, guys. Go listen to it. It's really nice. Um, My most favorite isn't as fun. It's more, like, true to my personality. There's one segment um, where basically Chris realizes how, exactly how OCD Chloe is. Yeah. Because like they're in a meeting and all Chloe can focus on 
is like one stain on her wall. Yeah. And then there's another scene in the same episode where literally Chris walks into I mean obsessive let's not say OCD just because. Yeah. yeah. And um Chris walks into the house and she just sees Chloe on all fours with like her sleeve trying to like oh, rub God, out scuff so. marks. And I'm just like I'm so glad I'm not alone. But it's, let's talk about some like random memories that we have of this show. Mhm. Like when you know when I think of Chloe Kardashian for example I always think I'm always taken back to I think season 2 3 4 like those seasons yeah. and she used to have like this houndstooth jacket uh this I think it was coat or the jacket or something that she used to wear in almost every episode I think it was just her winter coat for that year or whatever okay and I remember when I was like and okay let's object we can objectively say that the kardashians have not been the most well dressed people until un- oh, they like had their moments yeah 100% till maybe about 2014 I think till they got introduced to Monica Rose correct and even then they had some issues <laughs> but i remember like 13 year old vee sitting at 13 14 year old vee being like oh my god that jacket is like the epitome of high fashion i love it <laughs> <laughs> it was not it's it's a really bold print for no good reason it's a really la- like large houndstooth anyway But like yeah, that's like one random thing that I, I sort of always associate with Chloe. Then there's also there's obviously like young Kendall and Kylie, um, yeah. where there was a stripper pole in their house and Brody was babysitting them. Yeah, and it's just I remember Kendall uh, came taking Kendall to like the modeling model class audition. kind of thing. Yeah, um, and her and Kendall clearly just not wanting to be there. Yeah, and that instructor t- like tells Kim she's not going to be, she's never going to be a model. And then like on Instagram, you see these reels of like her cutting to like like a transition into yeah. Kendall walking on like runways. And you know, like that being said, I feel like so you know how I said Kendall's my favorite in the yeah. Kar Jenner clan. Now that I'm thinking about it, gonna take that back. Now it's North. North is my mm-hmm. favorite Kar <laughs> Kar Jenner. <laughs> um, whatever that. Being aside, you know, I remember when Kendall became such a huge model, like in 2014, when we were in first yeah. year together. Um, she was on like every runway. Mm. I think that 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 September Fashion Month, her and Gigi Hadid sort of came up around the same time, almost exactly at the same time. Yeah, but you know, having watched both Real Housewives and uh, and Keeping Up, I feel like Gigi worked a lot harder. I want to say that. That's what I was getting to. That I was. Getting to this is not negating the fact that Kendall Jenner does work extremely hard. I yeah, think modeling is also Absolutely. a really difficult Absolutely. industry. But sort of all of that being said, I see some of the merit in the nepotism argument because I feel like Gigi Hadid and and Bella Hadid have been able to mm-hmm. transcend that argument in so many ways because they've done a lot of good. If you if anyone was looking at Bella Hadid's Instagram when she was talking about Palestine over the last month, mm-hmm. it was incredible. I feel like Kendall Jenner has slotted into a role where she is always sort of going to be the large model for hire, the large name model for mm-hmm. hire. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I do see the I do see merit in the nepotism argument. But there's nothing argument. beyond that. There's nothing beyond that. That being said, Loki loved the energy still though. Like Kendall is like half dead all the time and same. <laughs> okay, we can't. talk about the keeping up with the kardashians and not talk about the kim and kanye divorce i have one major opinion about it and that's all i'm going to say but i'm going to let you go first in case you have any i have one major opinion about it and that's all i'm going to say i do i do i thought about this so hard okay i honestly don't have an opinion i'm glad that she is done with him not for any reason other than the fact that well 
I'm aligned with Taylor, not gonna lie. Um, I always will be. That being said, I think, and I mean, it's very easy to say, say sort of as viewers mm-hmm. and as critics and sort of so far away from the situation yeah. can't imagine being there, but I really hope that Kanye West does seek help for his mental health. 100%. I really, really hope 100%. so. 100%. And I also hope that they do something about the sinks in their house because they creep me out. <laughs> have you seen the, the sinks? sinks? Yes, I have. There's... No. Okay, so I have like a... Wait, anyone who's listening to this, go to please YouTube Kim Kanye sink. House tour. Yeah. Bathroom, bathroom tour. She doesn't own like CZ. And then there's one of like their kitchen and she's got like a fridge in a fridge kind of situation. Just... Um, People think Yolanda's fridge is crazy. Anyway, you were saying... I completely agree that, you know, I really hope he seeks help, etc. But again, I, this is, you know, I... I've been seeing a lot of the stuff like on my Instagram and stuff. So I've been reading about this. But someone said that how, you know, when they started dating, Kim was the one who was kind of living in Kanye's shadow, right? In yeah. In I think a large, a large number of people he, also like credited her fashion growth to him, which I yeah, see. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's the one who evolved her look. He's the yeah. one who introduced her to Monica Rose. Um, and, you know, he, he changed that for her. But at the same time, I feel like while yes, he gave Kim that platform and that kind of push yeah. to grow, and she's done it. She's done it. She's you know like they've worked together, they worked apart, whatever it is. But I feel like she's grown so steadily yeah. and into something so big. I feel like because he's not like I don't even I don't even get to know when Kanye releases an album. I mean, I would say no, I would I would but say that's subjective because yeah, of course Kanye West is huge by him, all accounts. Yeah. He he's he's got his own space, yeah. you know, in this in that sense. He's he's established himself as a musician. But at the same time I feel Kim's kind of surpassed that. And I think it's also a clash of egos. Yeah. You know, that I don't want to live in your shadow and I shouldn't have to live in his. Like I can be my own person and I can be his wife. Or, you know, he can be his own person and yeah. he can be my husband. And we can support each other. I think that dynamic kind of shifted. Because like the funniest thing for me is she's on David Letterman. She's dressed really well. Is this that thing on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. So David Letterman, I think it's called... Uh, Whatever, uh, just search David Letterman, you'll see it. Yeah. And it's a great episode. It's they a literally, fantastic episode. It's a very well-made episode. And so she's sitting there and he's in the audience. Her mum is there and I think Chloe is there. And yeah. they're both like dressed Chloe really Chloe or Courtney? Well, whatever, doesn't matter. I can't remember. And then I think both of them. And then there's Kanye in like a... In like an oversized hoodie with <laughs> dark glasses on in the easy. dark. Yeah. I get it. But, I mean, you can show up and support your wife. <laughs> I mean, he did. Forget wife, spouse. You Yes, you show I mean, up. I'm, but you look like... I like, do not want this to come across as me defending Kanye. Uh, I've made it abundantly clear that I'm on Taylor's side. That being said, I feel like I just don't expect anything sartorially out of men. No, that's... A, that's uh, besides that, like in the sense... Like, look at how she supports him and yeah. his work. Versus him literally just like lounging in a chair, thinking he's being funny. This is an important moment for her. She's Look where she started and where she's come. Uh, you know, the thing is, I've actually always felt that way about him. And I'm just like, do you think you're being funny? Do you think you're being cool or not? <laughs> One of the most obnoxious people I've seen on the internet. I mean, that he is. He thinks he's I Jesus. stand him. I get so annoyed whenever I see him. He advocated for Trump. I can't... 
I don't have any really any good things yes, to again, say about that. Yes, again, but Kanye. like like we said, I really hope he seeks help because he really seems like he needs it. And you know, all these pictures that Kim's been putting up for the like what last four months, five months, whatever, she genuinely looks happier. She looks free. Yeah, like her skin is clear <laughs> again. Was her skin ever not clear? I don't care, but she just we can't really see her skin. No, no, she posts like really nice, like no makeup stuff. Please. Oh. Tell me one thing. Can you list off some of your favorite Kardashian fashion moments? Oh God, I have to think about this. I, I did not come prepared. They can they can be good and bad. Like one of my favorites, just because of how bad it is, is Kim at the Met Gala when she was pregnant, when she looked like a couch. Oh God, I I could. I mean, not I because she didn't look like a couch because she was pregnant. She looked like a couch because the print on because her the dress. Yeah. Or like Kris Jenner at the 2015 Met Gala where she looked absolutely horrendous. Those pictures were not very well publicized because I think she was just objectively she so bad. <laughs> she killed them. She killed them. She killed them. She killed them. Really? She works um, harder. I think, I can't remember if I've imagined this. <laughs> no, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Because I'm like, okay, let let me just like list off a few. It might like yeah, let, jog some stuff here. Yeah, let's list off yours. Yeah. This came at the Met Gala in 2019 in the uh, the vintage Mugler with the the wet look where she looks like she's just mm. come out of the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't know how she got into that corset. So that you know, don't know how she sat or and yeah. or didn't pass out. There's that. There's a really sort of. Um, I remember when Kendall was rising as a model and like I mm-hmm. really really was obsessed with her. As she was becoming a model, yeah, uh, I think like do you remember like fourth first year I used to draw her all the time. I do remember. Um, and I remember so at the VMAs that year, it was the twenty fourteen VMAs, I want to say, mm-hmm. and she was um, she was wearing this like really understated, well fitting pair of high waisted black pants, a sheer shirt, and a black bra underneath. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just remember she stood out from because I don't think the the rest of them had found quite what their aesthetic was yeah they were wearing a lot of bama but like uh mm-hmm. but i okay, remember I her look one. came across so understated and so minimal in the best sense of the word mm-hmm. that yeah. it for some reason and it's just such an underwhelming look if you think about it now and mm-hmm. if i think about it now but at the time i remember I, it, it it stuck in my head okay so i have two moments they both came related but one of them is what she wore to the White House, the suit. Yeah. Because I felt like, you know what? Yes, it's, you know, sort of official and professional and stuff. But she still got like a hint of like sexy to it. I'm like, okay, good. She's kind of kept her yeah. her own vibe going with it. You know, like, this is one thing I love about them. They're so smart mm. when it comes to their fashion now. Yeah. She knew where that, pic- where ev- that, that picture was going to go everywhere. And she mm. fucking dressed for the occasion. It's such a smartly styled outfit. Yeah. And another one for me is what she wore to renew her vows with Kanye, whatever they did. Monia. I don't know what they did. She basically wore like a really nice white dress, like a sleeveless yeah. one. I can't remember if it was like a strappy um, sort of sleeve or if it was um, a proper like sleeveless, broad sleeve. But she just looked so effortless and just subtle and sort of understated luxury. Yeah. I really like that. And like the other sisters, as much as like I can appreciate 
their outfits hmm. because it's not something I would ever wear. Also, I don't I, think I can't like. I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, honestly, but like I, I don't remember anyone except for say Kim, Kylie, and Kendall having had fashion moments. Yeah, I, I would not think of Chloe and or Kobe and even Kylie. I feel like it comes and goes. Kendall, obviously, because she is in high fashion and she's in the editorials but um i feel like kim's kim is really the only one that has these memorable fashion looks like i remember in i think the couch i call it the couch dress but uh that was 2013 i think at the met gala i think so yeah and i remember the following year in 2014 and but like I remember she was wearing it, that. That was the Charles James uh, themed Met Gala, I think, and she was wearing mm-hmm. this dark silk blue gown. Her blue. hair was just like loose. She, she looked, looked so good, so effortless. Yeah, and so even just, her. Um, well, I don't know. I can't remember what the theme was called, but you know the one with the the gold dress. With the kind of cross in the front. Oh, the the uh, Christianity mm. theme. Yeah, yeah, the most recent one. I think. No, no, that was twenty eighteen. Close enough. I, I can't tell yours anymore. The um, the Versace dress. Yeah, I really liked that. Like for a Met Gala look. Yeah, I mean, so I feel like for Met Galas, I my the way I look at it is that there's four categories of people. There's people who went for the theme and did really well. Went for mm. the theme and sucked. Um, mm. didn't go and then there's for, people who just didn't go nice. for the theme at all, but dressed well and didn't go for the yeah. theme and sucked. Um, mm. and those people deserve to burn in hell. I feel like she. Oh God. She looked really good, but I i mean, I didn't see the theme in it, but that's my personal opinion. Okay, we final question of the night. Are you ready? Yes. Do you think Courtney and Scott will get back together? One word answer. No. What's yours? One word answer. No. No. Realistically, it's, that's no. too far gone. Yeah. I think they're no. co-parenting too well. Yeah, I think that works well for them. Yeah. My favorite, like, I do have to say, I, I mean, I've already said this, Courtney and Scott are two of the most quotable characters, like, ca- yeah, characters, really, yeah. but, like, I remember there was a time when Kim was saying something about how she wants to get a butt reduction, and Scott says, if you guys lose your butts, we lose all our money. <laughs> no, and, the, and there's another one where um, she's, like, going through the mail, like, Kim is going through the mail, and she's like, oh, someone sent us a free yoga membership, and he's just like, thank God, otherwise you wouldn't have been able to afford it. <laughs> And then there's another one where he's like, I think, I don't know why he's doing this, but basically he's like, he's outside on their patio and they're all inside. And he kind of bends over to like pick up something and like his like ass kind of yeah. flashes them inside. And they're all like, oh my God, Scott, your whole ass is Chloe, Chloe like, I'm finally a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we haven't spoken about Kim's break the internet moment. You know, the thing is, we haven't spoken about so many like... The- We've been with these people for 14 years. There have been so many huge cultural events. It's so hard to sort of count them all. Um, True. Like, th- there's the fight. There's the break the internet moment. There's the fa- the literal fact that the dominant fashion makeup look in the mm. world today is referred to as the Kardashian look or the Kardashian body type. And that being said, there is also a conversation to be had about cultural appropriation with them. They're not absolved mm. from a lot of very... Yeah required conversations however that Mm. this is not the podcast for that but can recommend a few later (laughs) Uh, since this is all i do with my life but i feel like i'm gonna miss the show i'm gonna i don't know if i'm gonna miss the show anymore but i'm gonna miss the option of watching it 
Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything major that's left to be covered. I mean, obviously, we've, we're not covering a bunch of major things, but anything that I'm not dying to talk about. The idea of this podcast was, of rather the episode, was not to sort of go into like the, the make or break moments of the Kardashians, but more to talk about this was more how they've vent. changed... What event and how they've changed so many things like cult- in a cultural aspect. Yeah. I feel like this is the most intellectual you sounded. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Tuesday Wine Club. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Tuesday Wine Club. Veer and my personal handles can be found on the same account. So please do feel free to come stalk our profiles. We love the extra engagement. Tune in again next week for a new episode. <laughs>